just I just I just speak my peace keep my peace What's good, y'all? Welcome to the Speak My Peace podcast. As always, I'm your gracious host, Greg Lacey. <laughs> like we always do about this time, I hope this episode reaches you on to get health, good wealth, and I hope that you are taking care of yourself and your loved ones as we know just how important that is. A good portion of this season has been conversations, you know, surrounding the ideas and the requirements that it, it takes to become the absolute best version of ourselves, um, making those difficult decisions that you know require us to dig deep into ourselves uh, to become the individual that we aspire to be sitting with the uncomfortability of uh, as a result of those decisions um, and experiencing, you know, growing pains as we are, you know, going through the motions and making those transitions. Me personally, you all know that, you know, one of my biggest transitions recently have been uh, eating vegan. I feel like this season and last season, I've given you all, you know, bits and pieces about my vegan transformation. Like one episode, I know I explain, you know, what influenced me to become vegan. Another episode, I detail, you know, what's helped me maintain and so on and so forth. So now as I record this episode, I'm about one point five one year and a half into my journey and i feel like i can finally cover it all you know on one episode so for those of you who don't know me uh i have patellar tendonitis in both knees and have probably had it for most of the past decade um i'm it, it's really as a result of me being very active when i was younger and not properly aiding my body um simply because i just didn't understand the importance of aiding to my body um, while being so active. So for any of you young high school athletes out there, make sure that you are icing, stretching, resting as much as possible because it will catch up to you. You are not Superman. Um, and I'm a living testament of that. But basically back to me, the tendonitis I was experiencing was I would experience sharp pain in between my patella and my tibia, um, the two balls that, you know, that connect our knee. And, you know, between those two balls, there's a tendon that allows for us to bend our knees and, and things like that. And basically mine had been grinded down to almost nothing from what was explained to me by doctors and the x-rays that I had seen. So around 2017, 2018, I don't remember the years, um, it had gotten worse. My tendonitis had really gotten worse. You know, I will hoop for maybe 45 minutes to an hour. And, you know, after that, I'll still be able to deal with the pain that I experienced but anything over the hour, you know, it made walking very difficult, made bending my knees very difficult. And what was happening was the more I was hooping, the tendon would inflame. So I went to the doctor, I think 2018, to try to improve this. And what was recommended to me was physical therapy uh, to try and make my knees stronger, false. But because I was in school at the time, I didn't end up, you know, doing it because the appointments were way too frequent and it conflicted with my school scheduling. So I just ended up dealing with the pain for that time being, um, during that time, I hooped a little less, um, which was difficult, especially during that time living in New York. Now I know what y'all thinking, what the hell this got to do with being vegan. Stay patient. I'm, I'm going to walk y'all through it. Okay. So fast forward three years within those fast, within those three years that I'm fast forwarding, I'm really not hooping as much, um, really because uh, I moved from coast to coast again. And then the P word happened and with the P word happened, you know, to put a hold on things, gyms were closed, courts were closed. And so I just wasn't hoping that somewhere. So by 2021, things are starting to open back up. And I found somewhere where runs that happen infrequently. 
So now I'm hooping again and I'm hooping maybe like three times a week for a couple hours. Now, because I haven't been hooping as frequently prior to that, I forgot about how bad that pain was, how unbearable it gets. So towards the end of 2021, I'm fully aware that, you know, I either have to stop hooping or I have to find a way to treat it. So I'll look at the physical therapy um, again, and I actually go as far as scheduling the consultation because at this point, you know, I want to continue hooping as long as I'm able to walk. Again, because we were one year into the P word, appointments and things like that require a long wait time. So I schedule my consultation and this consultation is the earliest availability is a month out, if I remember correctly. And this is only a consultation, it's not even an actual appointment. So if you all remember last season, I detailed that, you know, I, I in great length that I have battles with anxiety. So of course, me being anxious, me being that anxious person that I am, I started to look into alternative options because like, you know, where can I get a sooner appointment? You know, even if it's a, a week out, even if it's two weeks out, anything sooner than a month is is better than a month because nobody want to wait around that long to treat this. I want to continue to hoop again. Now, maybe the third week of me waiting, I'm a week away from my appointment. I come across this article where Neo, you know, the singer is talking about how long he's been vegan and how going vegan reverse his tendonitis. And immediately my eyes widened. Um, this piqued my interest because you know, I'm following the same type of effects. Uh, in his article, he talks about how he will rehearse uh, for his shows and how he could barely bend his knees or walk after rehearsal because of the pain he endured from his routines that he's practicing and how that pain became so unbearable he had to find a cure. And this was something that was very familiar to me. So I guess a friend of his recommended that he transition to a plant-based diet because it could reverse the effects of his tendonitis. He did so, and after doing that, you know, two weeks after being vegan, his tendonitis had completely cleared up. And that testimony alone was enough for me to at least try eating vegan because it saved me money. I'm, I'm a frugal person, so why not? Now, I'm not a person who makes New Year resolutions. I'm actually very opposed to it because I feel like New Year resolutions and the thinking behind it kind of enables people to be lazy, and I don't like being lazy. But I made one exception in 2021. Around the time I read Neil's article, it had to have been like October or early November. Um, and selfishly, I didn't want to give up all the good food that was on horizon for the holidays. So I told myself, you know, pick out these next couple of months. And then January 1st, we're trying vegan for at least four weeks to see if, you know, I see any changes in my knee pain and in my health overall. And, you know, when you eat vegan, you know, people, they're really interested in what you're doing. Uh, to substitute your normal, you know, non-vegan meals. And for me, that transition wasn't that difficult. I will say, despite being vegan, one thing that I have not given up are eggs. I love animals. Um, and my reasoning for eating vegan is not in opposition to animal cruelty, even though I love animals. It's literally just to improve my health and improve my needs. That's why a lot of times I'm hesitant to even say that I'm vegan. Um, because being vegan is a lifestyle and one I don't consciously adhere to, but I do try my best to note that I eat vegan rather than identifying as a vegan. Anyways, back to eggs. I continue to eat eggs because one, the egg alternatives that I've tried, there are not my favorite and I've tried many of them. Uh, for two, you know, eggs are the one dairy product that I do not believe to be as harmful as the rest of the dairy product. I'm not saying that they aren't harmful, but they're not as harmful to me. 
So that breakfast transition was pretty simple because it didn't require any adjustments. My typical breakfast consisted of, of eggs, fruit, juice, and some form of protein. So for the protein substitutes, you know, I lean heavily onto mushrooms. Uh, I will mix them into my scrambles a lot. Sometimes I turn into vegan pork alternatives, whether that's bacon or sausage, or I just include oatmeal in my meal. So for breakfast, there wasn't any major adjustments. I was, you know, on a regular schedule programming. But because I had been meal, pepper, meal prepping uh, for nearly five years at the point, my body was trained to eat when and what I need, opposed to just eating to eat. So because of this, I don't really get hungry at lunch. Um, I eat a decent breakfast. I eat a decent dinner. And then I kind of just snack for lunch. So for the past five years, religiously, I've just relied on eating some form of nuts, paws, um, whether those are cashews or pistachios, whatever the case may be. And then I would just pair them with a smoothie and that will hold me over until dinner. So because I already eat a rather organic lunch, um, there weren't any adjustments for lunch either. There wasn't no adjustments needed on my end because it was already vegan, basically. Uh, so I just have to make sure I stayed away from, you know, the dairy um, for my smoothies, which was fairly easy when I'm making it, you know, when I'm out and about and I go to like a smoothie shop, make sure that, you know, they don't include uh, milk or, or yogurt or whatever things that, you know, smoothie places usually add in that were vegan. Now it's a dinner for the first three weeks. Dinner was fairly easy. Um, because I was stocking up on vegan uh, TV dinners. If you all remember season five of the speak on peace podcast returned on January 20th. So from the ending of December through January, a lot of my idle time was occupied with planning for that amazing season that I gave y'all. Especially after I was signing off work, you know, I dedicate 90% of my time to the podcast and I was really just locked in. I didn't want to think about even taking an hour out of my time doing anything else uh, every day. Um, and I didn't want to, you know, spend that time trying to perfect vegan meals because it was going to take a lot of learning. So I did it and I really relied heavily on those frozen meals and they aided me in that. Now, during this time, with that experimenting with, with the yeah, vegan, I'm still very active, you know, weightlifting, running, hooping, um, wherever the case may be. Three weeks into the years, I go on a mini, uh, weekend getaway. And that was really my first week of rest of in the new year. And so as I'm resting, I realized like, damn, now that we're three weeks into the year and I haven't used ice packs nor heating pads or anything on my knees all year while well, realizing that is it merely brought to my attention that, I haven't experienced any pain either. On top of that, you know, I just begin to survey the lay of the land. You know, my skin is a little clearer um, than it's ever been. Um, I think at that point I was like 25, 25 pounds lighter um, than I was exactly four weeks ago. Um, it's a tad bit bouncier, you know, when I'm hoping that I'm even happier. And then it hit me like, oh, this is really working. This is what Neil was talking about when he said his diet cured his tendonitis. And my did my diet literally cured that unbearable pain that I thought I'd live the rest of my life with. I stopped consuming the things that are correlated to the flare-ups um, that I kept experiencing. And that have been linked to diabetes and other cancer diseases. And my body is better for that. You know, I come on this podcast and I come here to tell y'all that, you know, I tell y'all a lot that our, our bodies and our minds are like machines. What we consume can essentially make or break us. And so we have to be mindful of those things. We have to be mindful of the things we consume because it affects us one way or another. Even if you don't see it immediately, you know, it, 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 essentially you're going to see it um, sometime down the line. 
I'm not going to front. This entire process mentally was easier than it was physically. Um, what I mean by that is the only reason why I'm able to carry through with eating this way is because I've seen the benefits of it, because I've seen the improvements in my knees, because I've seen the benefits of it's easier to constantly remind myself why I'm doing it. You know, why I'm maintaining this type of diet is conducive to my all around greater well-being. You know, being that I have been on this pursuit, this pursuit of the greatest version of myself. But with all that being said, I kind of wore myself out a lot with the things that I'm eating. Like, I regularly, I wasn't one to completely do away with vegetables. Like, I eat vegetables, but there are two things that I eat regularly that I'll never myself in a million years saw myself eat, and those are onions and those are mushrooms. And that's ever. I never saw myself eating these things. You know, growing up, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents, um, even lived with them in high school. And my grandmother, she cooked a lot. And occasionally she will cook, you know, regular meals and she will cook healthy meals for herself. And I don't remember if they were vegan or they were vegetarian, but at least I know, you know, there were a lot of vegetables in those meals she would cook. And the sight and smell of those meals, it just didn't make sense to me. Like, why are you eating that many vegetables? Um, even the meals she would prepare for me, you know, mushrooms or onions were in a recipe. You know, she had chopped them finely so that I wouldn't be able to pick them out of the meal because she knew that I didn't like it. You know, but I still pick them out the meal, especially, you know, once I eat it and I taste one of them, I'm pulling it, not spilling it out, but I'm pulling it. Um, but it's crazy to fast forward now, you know, I'm preparing my favorite vegan meals, inclusive of onions and, and mushrooms or whatever vegetables it took me 30 years to eat. It's such a crazy transition. A lot of you have been listening to this podcast long enough to know that, you know, I'll never use my platform to try and sway y'all one way or another. Um, to eat his or her own. I emphasize the my piece of this podcast part a lot um, because I feel that it's more important to encourage y'all, you know, encourage people to speak their truths, to tear their point of views, to recant their experiences. That's why I started this podcast for myself. I feel like there's more power in uplifting than there is in preaching. But I'd be remiss if I was gatekeeping information from y'all. And, you know, you just never know, you know, this episode could be the game changer for someone. The same game changer that that Neo article was for me, it could be for them. And personally, I'm not a health nut by any means, so I would never come on here and tell y'all to do this or do that to become healthy. But because I care about y'all, I appreciate that y'all listen to the podcast. I do encourage y'all to take control of your health. You know, we as black folks, we deal with so many health ailments um, generationally because of our lack of, of taking care of our health. And it's time that we begin to right those ships. You know, breaking general racial curses are not exclusive to breaking financial or mental curses. We had to be as active in attacking the improvements of our health of our families so that we can free those younger generations from those health issues that has plagued, you know, black families for decades due to the negligence of not taking care of our health. And I'm not saying become a vegan, you know, improving your health can be whatever makes you happy, uh, whatever makes sense to you. That could be uh, whether that means, you know, just eating cleaner, um, whether that just means, you know, becoming more active, whether that means uh, drinking more water, whether that means cutting fast food out of your diet, whether that means, you know, stop consuming alcohol or stop doing drugs, whatever eating healthy and, and improving your health means to you, do that. It could mean, you know, shifting to a vegan or a vegetarian uh, diet or lifestyle. Whatever breaking those generational curses mean to you, do that. Because the objective is to preserve our precious black lives. 
for as long as humanly possible and deteriorating your health is counterproductive to that mission. You know, I start off every single episode with encouraging y'all to take care of ourselves because that is important. Like we, I'd be remiss if I didn't remind y'all that every week and taking care of ourselves means taking care of our health. As we get out of here, I do want to close out by encouraging you all to be the person to make that shift in your family, your community, wherever the case that they be, to encourage people to live an active and more healthier lifestyle, to preserve our lives and extend our lives as much as possible. You know, better health, greater health is a direct correlation to longevity. And, you know, a lot of people, we, we strive for that. We strive to be physically here as long as possible. I know for me personally, you know, I try my best to to lead by example, um, to show people around me that, you know, there are benefits from being active. There are benefits from eating healthy. There are benefits from eating, from eating cleaner. For me, you know, my motivation is always, you know, my nieces and nephews, they are the pride and joy of my life. And I want to be here. I want to be able to experience as much of their life as possible so that I can continue to to give them game as they grow older, as they mature and different things like that and share my experiences with them so that they don't make the mistakes that, that I make. Now, me eating healthier, me being health, me being more active is not going to, you know, ensure that I, I live a healthier lifestyle, but it's definitely not going to uh, deteriorate my health. It's not going to shorten my life. So why not, you know, do as much as possible to extend that um, longevity? And so that's literally the motivation behind why I choose to be more active. Aside from my personal benefits, it's just that I want to overextend this as much as possible. And so I encourage you all to do the same. Be that change in your family. Uh, if you have to lead by example, let people see, you know, the benefits of you making certain transitions again, whether that's eating healthier, whether that's giving up drugs or whether that's giving up alcohol, whether that's eating cleaner, uh, drinking a gallon of water a day, wherever the case may be, show people that there are benefits from living this way. Because a lot of time in the black community, you know, we are hesitant or we refuse to make those shifts and make those changes because everyone else around us are is either the same as we are either and is normalized, you know, in our community. And aside from that, you know, when you don't see someone doing something, when you don't see the benefits of it physically, you know, you, you tend to be hesitant in making those transitions. So be that you know, guide us, be that example for, for the people around you. As we get out of here, but what to watch for this week, we're going to go with what the health, um, it's on Netflix. I personally didn't watch it prior to transitioning to vegan. Um, but since I've been vegan, it's been a documentary that's been recommended to me over and over again. And so honestly, when I was preparing for this episode, I did watch that documentary. It's a really good documentary. So once again, but what to watch for this week is what the health, and uh, the WNBA. WNBA is coming back. So I got two what to watch this week. What the health and the WNBA game. That's the Speak More Peace podcast for this week. I'm out.